0: Thank you, Epo. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Can I ask you for a favor? I need fifteen more minutes over what I have to say. Instead of eleven thirty, I will close at eleven forty five. Those who would give me can I see by hand? Praise the Lord. Majority has carried a vote. Thank you very much. Thank you. Honestly, what God has given to me by His grace, it's quite solid inside me and I'm not even be, within this one hour, I won't be able to scratch the surface of it. And that's why I felt that I should not be constrained. So we would trust God to see what He would help us to achieve within that short period of time. And so, Father, we We are grateful. Your word does not come just like that. It has the reason to accomplish. And uh, my humble prayer to you is that don't let your word fall to the ground. Let it fall into the hearts of men. That it will say something in the lives of men to be drawn to you until you have made them. Until you have made us. And so speak to us in Jesus' name. And everyone said, uh, Galatians chapter 1, verse number 1. Galatians chapter 1, verse number 1. And I plead with you, listen carefully to this. Paul, an apostle, not from man, nor through man but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. Amen. Let me tell you something that is very critical here this morning. The title of the message is, Seek to be made by God. Amen. You have to decide that I'm going to let God make me. Let me tell you, dear brothers, maybe you have not considered it carefully so you don't know that that's what happens. There are many things that make men. Many, many things make men. You are sitting here right now. Something can make you that when you step out of here, you will become a different man and you will be known everywhere. Something can make you. And such things that make men are some of these: society education. Do you know that even corruption can make people? Somebody can be so corrupt and people may not know it. He can become so corrupt and make money that he can become so famous haven't been associated with money. So many things make men, But I desire that you will seek to be made by God. Somebody shout a big amen. God himself actually desires to make his people because it has been the standard for him. But the thing about God is that He doesn't force to make people. And may I tell you something? Sometimes, certain situations, if I may come down slightly, sometimes certain situations can force a man to be made. It was not intentional that. This is how I want to end up. But certain situation can even force him to run away and to find himself somewhere, which will give him enough attention, and God now can focus on his life and make him. Whichever way, this morning all I desire is that you will be made by God, and nothing will make you in the name of Jesus. Listen to what Paul... Now here is the man we have just read about. Listen to what the Bible said. Paul! Now I know that in all the earth, wherever man is found, there is this man's name that is mentioned because by this scripture the Bible says, Paul, an apostle, Not from man, nor through man, but through Christ and God the Father who raised Jesus from the dead. The two of them made this man, and that's why he's known everywhere. Praise the Lord. This morning, I want you not to take it for granted at all. Many people are made because of education. Many people are made because of corruption. Many people are made because of their smart ways. Whatever you are this morning, drop it and surrender until God has made you. Maybe you are not understanding me, but as we get along, the Lord will bring illumination in the name of Jesus. Here is the man who said, Is it not true that in our day, hello? Is it not true that in our day, people are called apostles because men conferred on them? You are not minding me. Is it not true today that people are called prophets because some things made them prophets? Church, you are not listening. Or you, you don't know. I want to ask. Do do you think that all these so-called people on the radio were made by God as prophets? Who are creating confusion and said, your grandmother... Your sister and so is the one doing you. And then the young lady will go home and will dishonor the old lady who was baffling her when she was young. Or even your own mother. In fact, there are some homes that husbands, are you listening to me? Husbands and wives have become enemy because a certain prophet prophesied that your wife that you live in the house has a demon and is sitting on your progress. Have you heard that before? Or you haven't heard it. Why are you looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about? So we know. So is that the man of God who said, or who made that man a prophet to bring confusion into a home many things are making men many things are making men but if you are sitting here this morning i pray that you would drop everything else and ask the lord to make you if you heard you would have said amen you know young men when i look at you people Japons, let me tell you, and all the young people, listen to me. God will make you if you are ready. He can start making you now. And by the time he's through, you will become something else that God has made. Not man. Praise the Lord brother said, an apostle. When he said, not from men, can you lower it down slightly, though I don't want to strain my voice, but at the same time, in between. When he said, an apostle, not from men, immediately the Holy Ghost said, there are many people who are made apostles by men. There are many people who are. In fact, as a matter of fact, You can be called a doctor because man has made you a doctor. But I have found out that it is not titles. It is what God has made out of your life. And I plead that this morning, as we sit through this service, your spirit will be enlightened, your eyes will be open, and you will go into the chamber where God makes us man. Amen. Listen. God has designed it to be so. If, a, if God does not make an individual, you can make yourself, but you can be very sure that whatever is making you will not bring you to the purposes of God. Amen. So as you sit here, may you desire to be made. Paul, he wrote it. I'm an apostle. But my apostleship was not conferred upon me by the church. My apostleship was not conferred on me by a group of people. I don't have a certificate to prove that. I'm an apostle. But my certificate is what God is doing through me. Amen. And I have found out by the grace of God that if anybody is going to really make a mark in the purposes of God in his life, it takes God. Now listen to me carefully. Unfortunately for us, Many of us have resigned. Because, listen to me carefully, please don't allow sleep at all. Because three hour sermon is being forced into 45 minutes. Unfortunately, many of us have resigned. I'm not. I got born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. I go to church, I pay my tithes. I don't quarrel, I don't insult. Many of us have resigned and taught that by those qualifications that qualifications that you have set for yourself, it means you are fine. Oh my friend, those things are nothing because they said an apostle of Jesus Christ, he was made by God to be so. And listen to me. Let me tell you, if God does not make a man, you are in trouble. Now, I want you to see something. I want to say something small about Moses. Moses was the man who was born by an Israeli, a a Levite. As soon as you know how the Israelites ended up in, in Egypt, it was Joseph. Who his brother sold them one son or one uh, one son amongst the twelve, who they sold him because the father loved him so much, and he ended up by being bought by a slave, by, by one of the people in Egypt, and they took him to Egypt, and he was imprisoned. It's a whole lot of things. Let me cut it. But this man ended up in Egypt, and so God elevated him. God made him. Eh? God made him. And immediately he brought the people of Israel back to Egypt. That's the 12 sons of Jacob. They all moved. And when they moved into Egypt, they were given with a place like Goshen, where they went and stayed, and God prospered them because they were people of God. But in the course of it, when they were multiplying and becoming so great, the Egyptians were afraid, and the Egyptians said to themselves, By the king that if we don't deal with these people of Israel, we will be finished because they are multiplying too greatly. And we will not be able to stand them. And in our own land, a time is coming that they will multiply so much that they will overcome us. And so the best thing to do is to deal with the men. Without the sperm of men, there are no human beings. So they said, what we will do is that, they gave instructions to the midwives and say that you are the specialized people who, deli- who go and assist the women when they are delivering. The command of the king is this. Anytime you go and assist them, the Israelites, to deliver and you see that they have given birth to a son, kill him! Kill him! And leave the young ladies there. And know the idea... When we leave the young ladies, very soon the Egyptians will carry them and impregnate them and we will have Egyptians. That was the intention. Now somehow, around the same time, there was a man that was born by God through one of the Levites. And the Bible says that as soon as this boy was born, the mother, the parents, they saw that there was a destiny on the life of this individual and so they violated the law of the chief of the king which said that these boys who are born by their mothers should be killed and the women the parents managed to keep this man Moses there for 3 months in the house How long can you keep a child when they are so just walking around your house and could hear babies crying and who rushed into your house and come and take? And so, I mean, it was a complicated matter somehow it got to a point the parents could not contain the situation and they said you know something for us to stay here and for soldiers to come egyptian soldiers to come into our house and come and arrest our child and massacre our child we will not do the best thing to do is to find a basket put him in there and put him on the river now let him swim god per adventure will do a miracle oh blessed be the name of jesus this is why I believe God this is why I believe God and you must believe God the Bible says that the the boy was put on the river now and the mother could not even stand what could happen to the boy it was the senior sister who was mandated to go into the bush and to watch what will happen to the boy and so as the boy was swimming on the face of the river the Bible says that around the same time God, God Almighty, has caused the daughter of Pharaoh, who was speaking for a child but had no child, saw a child in the basket on the river. We must fear God came around and saw that there is this boy crying. What is that? Picked it up and saw a baby boy. Carried it the baby boy, to the palace and said, this is my son. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Now Moses has ended up in the palace against the thinkings of men. Now he grows up in the palace but he sees something else that most people don't know God Almighty was causing the parents to speak over the child. This is why it's good to pray. Those of us who are not praying, speak over the child. You are not an Egyptian. You will live to fulfill the will of God. You are destined to do something. Now they ended up, and we all know the story, how the woman was looking for somebody to give the breast milk and all of these things. Well, long and short, Moses has grown in the Egyptian tradition, in the Egyptian learning, in the Egyptian stability. But as he was in that house, let me tell you something, he was in the palace and he was not so free enough to call on God. Are you listening? Listen to this question carefully. He was in the palace, but he was not able to call on God. Somehow also, he was the man of destiny. So I will have Auntie Irene to read from Acts chapter 7, verse number 23. We will take it from 23 to, to 29. Everybody, listen to this carefully because this demon can change your life in Jesus' name. Did I hear only a few people say Amen? All right. Acts
1: 7, verse 23. Now, when he was 40 years old, he came into his hut to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. And seeing one of them suffer wrong, he defended and avenged him who was oppressed and struck down the Egyptian. For he supposed that his brethren would have understood that God would deliver them by his hand, Mm. but they did not understand. Mm. And the next day, he appeared to two of them as they were fighting Mm. and tried to reconcile them, saying, Men, you are brethren. Why do you wrong one another? But he who did his neighbor wrong pushed him away, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you did the Egyptian yesterday? Then, at this saying, Moses fled and became a dweller in the land of Midian, where he had two sons. Amen.
0: Oh, so when she said Amen, you're doing here. Now, see something here, the best 40. Now, when he was 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. I have a question for you. Who put it into his heart? Hello? I'm not hearing. Who put it into the heart of Moses? You believe it's God? Okay. We take it. I also believe so. God put it into the heart of Moses that Moses should be a deliverer of the people of Israel. Correct? Now, if somebody has had God to put a matter into his heart, isn't it very simple to get up and do the job? This is where Christianity is failing. Even though it was God who put it into the heart of brother and father Moses the container has not been prepared so when he decided he got up one day and then because the the thing is there he said let me go and visit the people of Israel I'm not sure Bible never disclosed whether even at this time he knew his mother but then officially according to the media report It could simply be the prince is visiting Goshen to see how the Israelites are doing, according to the newspaper report. So he could go there and then he will just stand there and watch and watch and see. But you see something. When God put the matter into his heart and the man ran and he went to the people of Israel. On the way going before he entered Goshen, the, Isra- the Egyptians who have suppressed All the Israelites for a long time, they were once again misbehaving. One of them was just misbehaving towards Israeli. And because of what God put into his heart, the man got up and he said, you cannot do this. He broke the Egyptian into pieces. He used his hand to to open the earth, cover the Egyptian, thinking that his people would understand. That God has sent him as a deliverer. According to 26, they never understood. May I say that even the people that God has brought you away, if God himself doesn't open your eyes, you may not see what they are in your life for. Today, listen to me carefully and be serious about Christianity. Amen. So they never understood him. And so they started complaining. Quickly, they went to their camp and said, You know, that the prince was coming here. That prince guy who has been visiting, he was coming here and he came, and the Egyptian was misbehaving towards him And that guy, he's strong, he broke it. It became a news. The following day, as Moses was going again, he met his own two brothers, and when he met them, having misunderstanding, he said, oh brethren, you people don't fight. Immediately from their mouth, and I I love this statement, listen to this, and the next day he appeared uh, and the next day he appeared to the two of them as they were fighting and tried to reconcile them saying, "Man, you are brethren, why do you do uh, uh, one another wrong?" The next scripture the Bible says that, "But he who did his neighbor wrong pushed him away saying, "Would you tell me what they said?" I didn't hear you at all. One, two. I have a message for you. You are here this morning. This same question is being raised over your life. Let me tell you, if you don't know, young man, this question is being asked to you. Who is making you? May you seek to be made by God. And the Bible said... At the saying of this, Moses immediately knew that a lamb has blown. I must take cover. He left, ran away. Completely. Now, the issue is if God put the thing in his heart and he was acting on what God had put there, what is wrong? Oh, church, are you following? Do you understand what, where we are going? If God put into his heart that you are a deliverer, and he too got up, and he, was, he started doing his deliverance job, what wrong has Moses done? But let me tell you, that's why I beg God for you and I, that from this moment... We will not only be a people who will just be satisfied. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, Me, I don't. Me, I don't. Me, I don't. Don't talk those things. They are for elementary people. Rise up and begin to seek the face of God until He has made you. Praise the Lord. Now, it is true that God has put the matter into the heart of Moses, but you see... God doesn't do things by heart. Even though you are born again, even though you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you got baptized when the brother laid his hands on you, or you read the scripture, may I say to you, it has not started your ministry. It has not started what God wants to do with you. You have to sit at the feet of the master until he has made you. John chapter 15 verse 4 and 5. Let's have a look at something there quickly. Oh, Father, I pray that everybody else would understand what you are communicating to us in the name of Jesus. Nana, go ahead.
1: John 15, verse 4.
0: Listen As, to the scripture.
1: Abide in me, ha! and I in you. Uh-huh. As the branch cannot bear fruit of uh-huh. itself,
0: uh-huh.
1: unless it abides in the vine, uh-huh. neither can you, unless you uh-huh. abide in me. Uh-huh. I am the vine, Mm -hmm. you are the branches. Mm -hmm. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing.
0: Hey! Did you hear that? You are born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. It does not mean that you have arrived. Jesus said, abide in me, and I in you. It's a continuous fellowship. As you sit at the feet of the Master, continuously. Today Christianity doesn't like those things anymore. We are very comfortable with a little sermon which has no head or tail. We are comfortable with I have been to church. We, we, we are not affected. Oh my father, may you affect somebody this morning in the name of Jesus Christ that somebody will begin to say, hey, Lord I think I have wasted time and I'm still wasting time instead of waiting for you to make me. See what the Bible says? You can't bear fruit. It didn't say you are not born again. It says that if you want to bear fruit, abide. If you want to bear fruit, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you continue to abide, you will begin to know my plans. And out of it will be the process of making you. And then you can become very fruitful. Today many of us don't spend time in the presence of God anymore. This morning I challenge you in the name of Jesus Christ who sent me to tell you this truth. That it's about time you got back to God to be made. When the question was asked to Moses was was the deliverance spirit not in him church talk to me was the deliverance spirit not in him it was but it couldn't be effective because he was living in the palace where he doesn't have time (laughs) to seek the face of god he was living in the palace where he only was being taught with egyptian stuff they were not helping him They were contaminating him. So even though it was there very clear that he has been made a deliverer, he could not work with that. Reason is because... Reason is because he was not made and he needed to be told. So therefore, he went to do his deliverance work. And the Bible said, may we ask you a question? You want to deliver us. We need a deliverer. But the problem is that you are not made to do the job yet. Until you are made, we refuse to let you work on our lives. That's what it is. That's what Christianity is about. So don't brag that you are born again, don't brag that you are filled with the Holy Ghost, don't brag that you have done outrage, don't brag that you are a crusade man. Let me tell you, if you abide in me, if you abide in me, if and I abide in you, you'll be able to bear fruit. You don't do it one time and think you have arrived. It's a continuous thing. That's why Jesus said to those Jews who believe in him, if you continue in my word, you are are my disciples, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I this morning I want you to know most of us are backsliding and we don't know, most of us. Think that when we say backslidden, it simply means, Pastor, are you saying I'm sinning? I'm not talking about sin because you are not supposed to sin anyway. The word list in you. But what I'm saying is that are you being built up by the Lord so that you will be made. That's the matter we are talking about. So the Bible says, I am divine. You are the branches. Now, I, this is the serious bit of me. A serious portion. For without me, you can do nothing. That's where the secret is. So, Moses had the deliverance spirit, but he was not abiding. He was in the wrong place. So, God said, move. And for 40 years, young man, young woman, for 40 years, God had to make him like a clay and form. When God himself taught that, (coughs) he was now ready for the job. When God came around and said, Moses, Moses, through the burning bush, Moses, can we do something together now? Moses said, I beg you. I beg you, I don't qualify. I don't qualify. Please, 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 I don't qualify. And then God said, what makes you think so? He says, I cannot speak. I can't speak. God said, Obaiwe. I have made you. You know, I plead with you. I have discovered this secret in the Bible until God has made you. my Until God has made you, you are at the surface of Christianity. Until God has made you, you are plain religion. Until God has made you, you don't know what we are talking about. May your heart desire be that from this moment, I will sit at a place where I can be made by God. Where God can talk to me. Somebody start to be Amen. man. This is Christianity has failed. Many people. See, the Bible says. Now, let's go back to our main scripture, Ellie. Genesis is that, is that where we are? Where we, yeah, 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 this one. But he did not understand. He, uh, but, he, but he who did his neighbor wrong pushed him away. How I pray that somebody will be pushed away. When you start your ministry... That you think that I am so stressed. so. Today, so many young people, young ladies, they can sing one song when they are Nineteen, They are. I don't know how to say that in English. My, I know that my mother used to say something like this Today, when people are nineteen nineteen themselves, And they are singing something you call gospel. People are very happy. They have not been made. If you have been made, your song may be your your appearance may be simple, but it will have effect. Praise the Lord. Today people cannot decipher which one is gospel. As long as they find one verse of scripture or they appeal to the emotions. People are very excited. And they can sing it as if God has descended. You know how I pray that you will come to this level when you will not be moved by what is happening in the day, but be moved by when God has made a person in the name of Jesus. May I beg you, do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes it bothers me. May you be made. Father, may somebody... In particular, it could be you. Be drawn to God to be made. Hallelujah. Now, as soon as he got to know that they put it directly to his face, you are not made yet to do your deliverance service. Even though it is in you, you are not made yet. Go to be made. He understood the language. And then he quickly went back and he was made. God came back and said, let's go and do the job. fact, whenever you are even made by God, you now carry a certain heart that even though everybody else can see clearly that this is it, you alone, you don't see, you say, I don't qualify. Because it is not by your might, but it is Christ that work in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure in you. Hallelujah. How I beg God to be made. You don't know the kind of prayer I pray. I beg God to be made. And may you be on that train. So many of us have put a ceiling on ourselves to thinking that where I have reached, I'm okay. I break that in the name of Jesus. Jesus that you may seek to be made by God in a higher realm. Amen. Do you know that all the men in the Bible were made? If you don't know and you think that Pastor Dennis saying something that is true, something, may I inform you that every man in the Bible was made. In fact, it was God's criteria. We can't go into the New Testament now because it was Jesus who made it in plain language when he said that, follow me and I will make you. And when Jesus made the people, somebody was sitting in his tax office, calculating a tax over somebody's business and everything. Jesus goes into the tax office and then all of a sudden, the man is by name, uh, uh, Matthew, and he says, Are you, stop, come follow me. The man drops everything and for three and a half years he follows Jesus and now Jesus makes him and he becomes a fisher of men. Our Christianity until we are made, we are wasting time. May you desire right now that God will make you. Praise the Lord. Everybody in the Bible was made Let's come to Genesis chapter 20, chapter 45, verse number 8 and 9. Quickly, quickly. Like I said, this, this is something that it's, God has to help us within this short time. Nana, are you there? Now do this for me quickly. The Genesis Bible's-
1: 45, verse 8. So now it was not you whom sent me here, but God. And he has made me a father to did you, you. Did
0: I hear something like, and he has made me? Go ahead.
1: And he has made me a father to Pharaoh, the lord of all his house, and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Listen. hurry and go up to my father, and say to him, That says your son Joseph, God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me, do not tarry. Amen.
0: Amen. Now, in the verse uh, verse 8 and and, and verse 9, do you see something is rhyming there? Do you see that his, and this one was talking about Joseph. Joseph was told by his brothers. You all know the story, because the the father loved him. And so Joseph was told. And then all of a sudden, he ends up, he suffered through all kinds of things. But you see, God's hands and plans were so available to this, this just helps to such an extent that his father, who could see in the spirit a bit, loved him so much and was protecting. But God said, if this kind of thing continues here, you will not be made. So thanks be to God, the brothers told him, and he was taking all the way to Egypt. And when he got there, and finally, when God has made him, through all the difficult things that he needed to go through, and he has become what he, God wanted him to be. And finally, God was reconciling the parents, uh, the family, back to Joseph so they could eat. This is as the result of what we talked about earlier on concerning Moses. Now, when God was doing that reconstruction, the people finally, when Joseph revealed himself and said, May I tell you that... the." I am Joseph, whom you sold. Immediately again, You are Joseph, we sold. Joseph quickly came in and said, I want to tell you something. You did not send me to Egypt you did not you did not see what the scripture said he said you didn't send me here but god he had to send me from my father's comfort zone and to bring me to the land of egypt and has now made me a father to Pharaoh, and the lord of all his household, and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Let me tell you, until you are made, you cannot fulfill the will of God. It's about time... People threw away everything and decided that they will go before God until they are made. Then they will become useful. They will become fruitful. I beg you. I beg you in the name of Jesus. We are wasting too much time and it's about time we turn to the Lord to be made. Are you worried about me? That you sold me. Your, souling, your selling of me simply means God pushing you to do it. Probably if God has said, Joseph, like our father Abraham, get up, go. I will show you a place where I want you to be. Probably if God has chosen the same method as to did with father Abraham, I would have said to God, my father loves me too much i'm the boy that he made many colors of coats. i will not do it lord i won't do it i won't do it i won't go and he will never go but because that would have been a tug of war god chose a very nasty way when god chooses a nasty way to make you may you be flexible When God chooses an unpleasant way to make you, may you be flexible. Am I, are you hearing me? You see, what God is doing with my life is what I'm sharing with you, that He may open the door to do the same thing with your life. By His grace. Hallelujah. So Bible said you didn't make you didn't send me god had to send me to make me so don't worry i i was sitting there before i got up and one of the things i heard the spirit of god say that in this sermon address young people that's why i mentioned the names of the small ones even bible you don't read Young people amongst us, Bible you don't read. I want to charge you before God. In the parents, in the home of your parents, go and hide from today. Hide yourself somewhere. And when you go, you say, Lord, I want to come and sit at your feet to be made. All the young people stand You know you are a young person. Stand to your feet. It's a special service for you. All the young people. If you count yourself young. Please stand. Let me tell you. I charge you before God. And the Lord Jesus. Who has plans for your life. That he needs you to fulfill a certain vision in life. And you have to be made. I hear God say, let them prepare themselves. They are the people who will take the ass. Who will take my equipment to crack down the monuments that Satan is building so those of you who don't study bible those of you who don't pray those of you who when you take bible you are you are sleeping god say i should warn you and i'm going to ask god to do something with you fire your spirit fire your spirit for you to feel hungry to go and be at the feet of the master. I was sitting here, the Lord said this sermon, speak it to them. Lift up your two hands. Cry to God. Those of you who already felt the conviction of the word of God, tell God, I've been watching TV have been spending time on things that are not profitable lord i repent lord change my appetite tell god tell god from the bottom of your heart i mean it eh? tell god lord please change my appetite please change my appetite I make myself as if I'm a spiritual person, but I'm nothing, Lord. I come to you. Those of you, have you seen that the spirit of disobedience is already working? Tell God, Satan, take your hand off in the name of Jesus Christ over these children who are standing. I rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you. Set them free. And I plead that God will set you on fire. Fire that will let you seek God. Fire that will let you desire God. Some of you have gotten to the level that there is a manifestation of, strict, of dangerous disobedience towards God. I command that spirit of disobedience in the name of Jesus. May you be set free now. To go and seek the face of God, folks. Some of you must start now. Dig into Bible, and talk with God directly, and say, Lord, I want to hear Your voice like Samuel when he was young, that he could hear Your voice and run to the. That and said. Did me. Lord, let it be for my life. This service is yours. Father, turn lies around. Father, I plead for mercy. Let these people catch fire. The fire of the Holy Ghost that will burn the worldly desires. The fire of the Holy Ghost that will burn laziness. The fire of the Holy Ghost that will crack down and remove Wickedness that has been hatched in the hearts. Now I uproot it in the name of Jesus. May the Lord set you free by his word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Sit down for a minute. I'm grateful to God. Go back and study Bible. Go back. And see what plans. Some of you are going to begin to have different understandings. Because the Holy Ghost will come. Some of you whose appetite was changed. That Bible didn't mean anything to you. You have been restored today in the name of Jesus. You will get back. And you are going to seek God. Very soon. You will talk the language of Bible. Very soon. Very soon. You will prophesy to your parents. Very soon, you will be a light in the family. In Jesus' name, Amen. If I can preach just about five more minutes. Do you know that everybody else was made? Joseph was made, Moses was made, the disciples were made. Anybody who comes to God, don't pride yourself, I'm born again. I am filled with the Holy Ghost. When you have not been enrolled in the school of making, seek to be made by God. And this is the way you can seek to be made by God. And that's what I read to you in John. Abide in me, and I will abide in you. As soon as you unplug yourself and you tilt to the other side, you have broken a covenant. Let me take you to Second Samuel Chapter twenty three verse five. Let me show you something. You see, even David, when he has come to an end of himself, and David was recounting and recollecting how God made him in one of the statements that he made. The whole chapter is wonderful. But in chapter verse five, Auntie Irene will read it and listen to what he says. Second Samuel twenty three,
1: verse five. Although my house is not so with God, Hmm. yet he has made with me an everlasting covenant, Hmm. ordered in all things and secure. For this is all my salvation and all my desire. Hmm. Will he not make it increase?
0: Hallelujah! When the man was recounting, see the message that he put across, when he said, even though my house is not so with God, Let me tell you, a young man who is coming to church here, even though your father may not be a prayer man, your mother may not be a prayer man, I am here to announce to you, even so your house is not something you can make reference to, but I pronounce on you, the Lord will make a covenant with you, in the name of Jesus. And you will change. And you will become useful in the hands of God. Even though it may appear that you don't have anybody you can look up to, that around 4, 3, you hear your father going to hide something, going to hide himself somewhere and to groan. My father, my father, even though you don't see it, today God has put into your spirit that desire that you will rise up early in the morning and you will see God when it's like that. Please obey the voice of God. Please obey the voice of God. You spend too much time on the TV and on this phone thing, WhatsApping until late. Until late. You're wasting the time. By the time you came to yourself, it's one o'clock. You are tired. You are useless. Stop it in the name of Jesus. Rise up and say, even though I don't see my father do this, Reverend Desi said the Lord said this to him in the church, but therefore I am responding. I feel sad about the young people. I pray, Lord, touch them. Lord, touch them. Lord, remove the appetite of sin and of evil desires. Release them to profitability by the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, I wish I could lay hands on every one of you. But the power of God was stopping it up. Break all the nonsense in the name of Jesus. Some of you, your Bible is somewhere else. You don't even know how to pray. Some of you coming from, coming to Christ, coming from Christian families, already you, it was not difficult for you to receive the Holy Ghost. And yet you are wetless. I pray for you today. I pray for you today. You must do better than your father. You must do better than your mother. In the name of Jesus. He said, although my house is not so with God, yet he has made with me a covenant. Today, a covenant has been made with you. Order, ordered in all things and and, and secure. For this is all my salvation and all my desire. May it be your desire? Will He not make it increase? It will increase over your head. I'm coming to a close. Even though I think as if I did the introduction of my message. May the Lord affect you. May the Lord show you what He is showing me. There is hope. Do you know that sometimes... I'm looking at the young ladies and I'm asking myself, are these the people who are going to become when we are gone, when Christ has not come? Sometimes I'm asking myself, this is the building, church. Are these the people who will stand in fire or they will talk compromise from here? I'm asking myself. As I sat there, If you were in the first service, those who were here knew that it was a complete sermon to the people. But this time God said, it's to you. And I know God has done something. May you people aspire to be filled with such a Holy Ghost in a manner that in the years to come, 20, 30 years to come, You would have been so cooked, and your smell is known everywhere, and you will stand here to preach. And deliverance and power, righteousness in the Holy Ghost, will come from your mouth. May the Lord do this, in Jesus' name. Amen.